You are listening to the weekly podcast of Overcomers Fellowship in Frederick, Maryland. We pray you enjoy today's message. Austin, I want you to just really just tap into him and what he has for you. He told me four years ago that Austin was going to be our music director. But the thing is this, though that now you have to seek him so that what heaven looks like, how heaven has you playing, that you'll start to play right here on earth. Just like that. Amen? And it's to impact it, Look, everything that God has for us to do is to impact his people and the place of influence. We have to really not take our gifts and talents lightly on what God has given us. Not looking at it as how we can elevate from it, but yet how he can elevate from it. Hallelujah. We have to look at it from, and, and look at the teaching that he's at. It's all based in, he's given you this gift. He's given us these gifts. Everyone in the camp has gifts. Everyone online has gifts. But we have to seek him because the Holy Spirit is the one that uses every gift for the plan of God. Amen? For his purpose. Amen. So that we, we say, why is this happening? Why is that happening? You want to know why? Because we're not lining up and allowing the Spirit of God to use the gifts that he has placed in us. It's never on him. It's always on us. But we cry out to him, God, why? But it's never on him. He's already done everything. He's still sitting in that Sabbath day because everything has been completed before the foundations of the earth. What was the scripture that he said uh, 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 in, in Psalms 139? When he said that every day before we had one, think about this for a second. Before you had one day, all of your days was written. Before you had one, before the natural realm knew of your existence, every day was already written in the supernatural realm. Now it's to be played out in the natural realm. And I love it, and I know we've, this is kind of, we've talked about this before, but let's just bring it home. Jeremiah, Jeremiah 29 and 11, he's telling us, and every plan, every day that I have for you, put your name in that, is a day of success and not of disaster. A day to bring you to, he's in watch this, God's expected end. Glory be to God. Come on and give Jesus a hand clap. Every day. So if I'm failing in somewhere, I was talking to a, uh, 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 when I was communicating via a uh, text with a, uh, with a young lady, I don't want to say her name, and she said, talking about she lost her smile, she lost her laugh, she lost all these things. She really said her joy, her happiness. So what I said was, go back to the last time that you had it and see what you were doing and do that because I knew what she was doing. She was seeking God then. See, Jesus said, I'm giving you a, what, joy 
that the world can't give you. But that only, I, so, what, so what he's saying is, joy is not found in the world. We've looked, come on, am I by myself? We looked all over. We tried, and I tried to buy the brand new car. Guess what? When the, when the, I don't know what year, let's just say when the, I bought the 2020. But watch this. When the 2021 came out, my car became old. So now, look, if I'm in a competing world, if I have that spirit of competing, now I have to go get the latest because now I just got devalued because the newer one came out. If I'm in, if it's clothes, if it's George, if it's whatever name brand, I don't even know the name brands anymore. But if it's a name brand, the next one that comes out, guess what? Now my value has decreased because of clothes, because of sneakers, because of cars, because of houses. But Jesus said this, my joy is not in the world. You won't get joy from that. If we're looking for joy from that, then you will lose it. Because it wasn't even, that's deception. But he said, look, I give you peace that the world can't give you. And I love this part, Chris, and the world can't take it away. Jesus, that means no matter what they report on the news, they not gonna take Michael Smith's peace because my peace don't come from them. My peace comes from him. And you have to be steadfast on that. Because the world is steadily trying to take your peace. Come on, give Jesus a hand clap so we can get the Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. Even if Michigan loses. <laughs> You can't take your peace for that second. I know. <laughs> I know. That's why I can't look at the Turks for so much. Praise God. We all had a good week. Pastor Trina and I had an awesome week with mom and dad and our brothers and sisters. It was just, I, I don't know if it's not Pastor Trina and I was talking about. I'm, and I'm going to talk to mom tomorrow and let to talk to her today. But. It was something about this one right here, down in Orleans. And I think it was because, because this trip, our leadership reminds me of when we go to um, Outer Banks. And it was just, this time, so many relationships were cultivated this time. And I think it's because most of the time we're here, what we are at home, right down, right down in Virginia. But this time, we all stayed in the same hotel. We all went to eat together. We, and it just felt different. It felt more like family. It felt like relationships. I left with so many phone numbers and brother and sister, I love you. And I'm look, I'm telling them, we coming to visit y'all. You know, I ain't trying to get on that plane every week. <laughs> oh, my God. I said things I got to keep because I said them, right? And here it is. I'm like, man, we come. We got to fly down to Tampa. Where else we got to go, baby? We got to go to Michigan. We're going over to Grand Rapids. Amen. I, Huh? Philly, Orlando. Philly, Orlando. We got all these places. We're going to get on this Sunday now. UK. <laughs> all, when we go to UK, all y'all going. You too, Tyrone. UK, you going. 
Because I need, I need all y'all with me on that plane. Dubai, you got to go to Dubai. Oh, man. They talk, I was in my feel-good moment, Maurice. Y'all know I was. I'm over there. They, the fellowship was awesome. They showing pictures of Dubai. I'm like, man, y'all got me even considering it. Oh, man, and I think go. I spoke it, though. So, you gotta go. okay. so that's another one all y'all have to go to, man. Huh? You been to Dubai? Ain't don't want to go. You're going to the next Sunday door. I need you with me because I'm over there. you supposed to do whatever you feel me like. Why you ain't just feel good? Just tap me. So I'm going to shut my mouth. Because Pastor Trina take advantage of it. Y'all see it? He said Dubai. She, then she thought out other countries. She tried to get all in. I told her, I said, I have no desire to go anywhere but to, uh, um, man, Israel. I was about to say Ireland. <laughs> I have no desire to go anywhere but I, uh, Israel. But I think I would talk myself up into Dubai. I didn't say I was getting on no camel though, man. They tried to. Then they talking about Egypt going up into the, uh, up into the pyramid and no. Uh -huh. No, I didn't. I ain't talk myself into all of that. Amen. Let's get into the word God's plan. Now we're going to talk about some things that we've already talked about, but today we're going to put scripture to it. Today we're going to allow scripture to be unfolded, right, so that we can see. It's important that please, and everyone at home, please go get your pen and pad right now, because we're look, we're declaring and we're decreeing that we are disciples, right? Mean, look, look, that doesn't mean that we already there, but that means that we're, is it, the verb, that's uh, the elder Ron, that we're being discipled, right? That we're ongoing, it's a process. But look, this is the difference, the thing. Hearing the word doesn't change you. We in agreement with that? Just hearing the word does not change us. Now we have to be a partaker. Now we have to, first, first thing we have to do is receive that word as truth. If we never receive it as truth, then watch this. How long are we going to operate in it? Right? Because change doesn't happen overnight. So, when you receive it as truth, what's going to continue on until you start to see results? And I'm going to tell you this. A lot of times you won't see the results last. You won't see them first. Let's say it that way. Just like when you start working out, you start eating right. Now, a lot of times we know it by our clothes, right? But we still don't see it. But other people see the change before you see the change. And then all of a sudden you're like, I am who that we know because I can tuck my, my shirt in, I can put a belt on that I couldn't put on, I can put some jeans on. But even when you, you're going down in sizes, you still don't see it maybe the first size. But other people see it first. It's the same way with the change when you're in this walk, uh, uh, in, in your Christian walk. That other people will see it before you see it. Other people will bring to your attention, you know, you don't, what, I, this is how they do I ain't seen you in a while at the club. You know what I say? You changed. I haven't, you know what? I ain't looking at nobody, I ain't looking at you alone. You don't cuss the way you used to cuss. I ain't looking at y'all. 
<laughs> you don't drink, you, you don't do this, you know, whatever it is. You don't do what, you know, you don't do what you used to do. You know what they said? You change it. You know what? You seem different, Chris. You're more loving. <laughs> You're more loving. Now, Chris, it depends. Did Michigan win on Saturday? That might be the reason. You got to go check the team. You got to go check the scores. But that's the thing. There's a difference that's in you. But see, you have to receive with the word of God because the word of God with the Holy Spirit starts to change you. Because what's the thing? What's, what's changing? What, your mind. Once you See, once you start to change your thinking, then what comes out of your thinking, which is your life, will start to change. Come on, somebody. I don't care. I, look, I told you, I just came. I'm full. I came back from New Orleans full, physically and spiritually. <laughs> the beignets and all that. But, Mom, the beignets taste like capers to me. They, they're not as good as they used to be. So pre-pandemic, they were better. No, the ones we had. Okay, that's true. Go ahead. <laughs> Grandma Judy, we had homemade ones they made at the oh, ladies yeah. made at the church. That was the real deal. Man, they treated it was different like than royalty yeah, down there. Yeah, you hear me? Man, you didn't have to spend a dime yeah, down there to spend his life. I don't know other people know how to they, they know how to treat you on that But this is the thing. Where was I at? You're thinking. Thank you, Grandma. You know how she knew she looked at the notes. Amen. So your thinking is what changes <clears throat> your life. And, and that's the hard thing to get to people, right? Because people come with the Pastor Trina and I with all different type of issues. All tip like I don't, I want to change my life. So what we do is what? Point them to Jesus, point them to the word. And see, it's a hard thing for us to admit that our thinking is wrong. But you know how you when you know how you can tell when your thinking is off is wrong. If you're not satisfied with your life, then your thinking is off. Is that a, is that is that accurate? Right? Because why? Because oh man, I I want this. I want okay. I was in the IT field before um, Pastor Trina. I got our own business, so I desired to have another position. You know what I had to do to go get that position. I had to go see what was the qualifications. So because I was a, I, I, got, I was like lower level, uh, not not engineer, like I forgot operations or something. I desired to be an engineer. So I went to my bosses and I went to the description of the job that I wanted. And I said, what do I need to become that? They told me everything. Guess now, so now what I, what, what I have to do? I had to go do everything that they listed. So when that position came available, I was qualified. Mm -hmm. Amen. I didn't even, I didn't even, God, God is my witness. I didn't even apply for the position. The manager in the knock, which is the call center, she was smiling from ear to ear when I came through the door. She said, hey, guess what? Your office is no longer inside the knock. Your office is outside the knock up there. I was like, what? But you know what? Because I met the qualifications. I met, so guess what? My life changed, right? Because I met the qualifications for the change. And, and see, you, where do you want your life to be? 
We see the thing we don't want to understand is that we have a part to play in how our life is. We want to do what? We on top of the day. We want to blame everyone else. The boss, it is not look, the, the boss keep overlooking me. Go have a conversation with the boss. Put yourself in a position where the boss can't overlook you. And if the boss does overlook you, everybody in the place will know why you keep overlooking this person. Right? Come on, we just talk practical today. Stop blaming other people for your life. Your parents might not have been in your life the way that you wanted them to be. You, you might not have had the, the best upbringing. But don't let your past, okay, affect, impact, and even uh, hinder your now and your future. You know why? Because now, what happened back then, here we are 40 years later. I can't tell you how many grown adults are still blaming what happened back then. And now all of a sudden, back then is what? Comes all the way to my now. And, and watch this. And everybody, if you go ask the world, they're going to give you, say, yeah, you got a legit reason. Don't come ask me. Like my mom said, I'm going to let you have your pity party for, I ain't even giving you 10 seconds on that one. I'm going to give you two seconds. And then I'm going to say, okay, what you going to do about it? What you going to do about it? Nobody's going to get you out but you. But see, watch this. We have a helper called Jesus. Come on, somebody. We have a helper called Jesus that will place us in positions that we don't qualify for. <laughs> Come on. But see, what do I have to do? I still have to follow him. I have to receive the word of God as truth. And now I'm going to operate in this truth. Because if I don't, you're going to hear it today and you're going to quit by Wednesday. You're going to hear what the word tells you to do today. Because why? Because challenges are going to come today. Tomorrow, going to come Tuesday. And if you didn't receive it, meaning anchored in, meaning cemented in the truth that you received it, then you're going to walk away and try something else. The first, uh, the first suggestion that comes to your ears, man, you know what I did? I did this. You're going to walk away from the word, and you're going to go do what they just said they did. How many know what I'm talking about? Yes. Man, over, <clears throat> watch this. Over, uh, over here, they paying $25 an hour. Oh, I'm done. <laughs> Get up over there. And come on, you know people be gassing stuff up. They going to make their situations gassing. Is that still, y'all use that? Uh, okay, Tyrone. Tyrone, Ty, 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 keep me relevant. Tyrone, we don't lie. Tyrone keeps me relevant. <laughs> right? Hey, Amen. You know, they telling you this and you get over there. It's not that. Matter of fact, you get over there, they not even there. Come on, give me five. Let me give me five. Right? You get over there, they're not even there. You're like, what in the world? What? So, don't listen to them. Our ears are tuned into what God said. Because what he says is going to manifest. Doesn't mean today, tomorrow, it's going to manifest. Watch this. Every time that you continue to walk into what he says, it's going to manifest. Amen. It took Abraham how many years? For it to manifest, 
for, for Isaac to manifest in the life of him and his wife. But he walked in it. He kept on walking. How long, how many times do you think that the natives was teasing? Even, even the people in his in his household. How many people, how many times you think, yeah, okay, keep on believing God, right? But he kept on. How long did Noah? What ridicule did Noah have to go through to hold on to what God had promised? Think about it. Rain has never been seen in the earth. And you're going to tell me you're building a boat because it's going to be not only a, not rain, but a flood. How many people would have stood in what God said when what he told Noah? How many people would have stopped? How many years was it? Y'all know how many years it was that he had to prepare for what God said was going to happen? How many years was it? Was it 100? No. 20? I don't know. I can't remember. Holy Spirit. Remind me, Lord. But the thing is, it wasn't overnight. He had to go through much ridicule from the people Amen. Think about it. He had to go through much ridicule from the people. Amen. All the joking and teasing. How many uh, um, but, but at the end of the jokes was on Noah and his family? But watch this. Who got the last laugh? I love it when Dad says, God is responsible for the outcome. I love that. And I, you know what? I have to keep reminding myself, Michael, God is responsible for the outcome. God is responsible for the outcome of our, of our, of our, uh, our company. God is responsible for the outcome of this ministry. Pastor Trina and I got off the plane last night. What time, Dave? What time we get back? Fred, about 10, 11? Somewhere around 11 o'clock. You know what was the first thing we did? We came here and we prayed over every seat. We came here and we declared over every seat because it was spoken to us to go do that. When you get back home, God is taking y'all into another season, but he wants you to go into your church and he wants you to declare over every, every chair that he's going to fill it with servants, that he's going to fill it every chair, that he's going to fill it with people that's hungry for him, not us, but for him. So you know what we said? We're not going to wait till tomorrow. We're not going to wait till Tuesday. When we get off the plane, we're going to follow and do exactly what God said. So you know our expectation is exactly what we pray. Every seat, overflow. Not because of us. Because we heard from God and we lined ourselves up with what God has said. Amen. Do you not think, come on now, we just talk practical now. Now, do you think it's funny or do you think it's coincidence that this might be the lowest attendance since we've opened the doors back up? Come on now, you got to see how Satan works now. Tell them, huh? Do you think that this is a, that <clears throat> it's a win? So we believe God, we on fire. We walk out, slap fire, get in, God going to do it. Now the next day is the lowest attendance since we've been opening the door. You know what that's for? To come and shape the faith in the word. Once we walk away from the word, now we walk away. What can God do? 
He uses our faith, right, in the word. Satan came to steal the word that God had planted into us that caused us to go do what he said to do. Then all of a sudden, the next day comes, here it comes walking by sight. Then all of a sudden, you, you see it. Then all now, we're the people. It doesn't happen overnight. Right? But what did God say? That's what I keep, that's what Pastor Trina and I keep saying. What did God say? And you know what? I'm, he's telling us this because when you see it, you're going to have a reference of it. And the reference you're going to have is faith. Amen. <laughs> Come on. Huh? The, hey, Tyrone, don't believe it when you see it. That's what they do. They're going to come and they're going to say, uh, uh, Overcomers family, we knew. Yeah, they're going to get in now. But see, the ones that's here now, we're doing it by faith. And I don't want anyone to walk away from that. Y'all now have become a part of what God has already said he's going to do with us. Amen. And when you see it get done, each and every one of our faith. When you start seeing a new face come in and plant, not just come and go, but come in and plant it. Because we pray for servants. We pray for um, um, ones that have his heart, ones that are thirsty for him. When you see ones that come in to be planted, what's that going to do for each and every one of our faith? All I'm going to do is wink at y'all and do like this. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what is that going to do? But notice the, no, notice the deception, though. Because it was prophesied that God said to tell. Look, the gentleman said, and this is the first time we ever really sat down with him and talked. He said, I had to come to dinner because God told me to give you this word. He wasn't even coming to dinner. We was going to dinner with Pastor Jeremy. And then all of a sudden, all he, here he comes. Prophet comes. He said, but I knew I had to come because I had to give you and Pastor Trina what God told me to tell you. And, and I don't know if I'm going to see y'all after this because it was the last day. And he gave us that word. So now, God already did his part. Because watch, oh man, thank you, Holy Spirit. What he told us has already been done. Amen? Why? Because everything has been completed before the natural realm, the manifestation, before the foundations of this world. Everything that he's told us, how did that dad say it like this? He said, everything that he's promised, thank you, Holy Spirit, he's already initiated. <laughs> Think about that. Everything that God has promised, God promised salvation to us. But he already initiated through his son Jesus. Everything that God has already promised to mankind, he's already initiated. He, he's already done. He's bringing us to what it is that he's already done. It's a finished work. It's a completed work. If God has promised you something, Family, especially us, we look beyond natural. We look into the supernatural. That's where we operate from. Wait, and, and what takes us into the supernatural? The faith and believe in his word. Because what he says has already manifested. It's just that the natural realm has to catch up to the spiritual realm. Man, come on, somebody. That's a, look, that should help all of us in our life. God has already said it. 
God has already called things into Pastor Trina's now. He said that we sowed seeds, that, that harvests are coming forth there from seeds that you sowed back in 2006. It happens, watch this, because he has to prepare us for the harvest. Because to be honest, if he had gave it to us back in 2006, we might have walked away. We, we would have, it, it would have turned into abuse because we would have abused it and it would have abused us. But now he's prepared us. I can now give you what I have for you. Why? Because I know you won't take what I'm giving you to the world because your heart is for the kingdom. Amen. Glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you that you get and give it to me then. Did I want it then? Yes, sir, I wanted it. But I would have misused it. I'm sitting here telling you that I would have misused it. Amen? Because why? Go back to the beginning. Because my thinking still wasn't on track of the kingdom of heaven. You want your life to change? Change your thinking. Your thoughts. Uh, man. Your thoughts go before your life. What does that mean? Think of a, per think of a person. That's in, and we'll call that person thoughts. So person one. Person two is here. Wherever a person one goes. Person two is going to follow. Wherever your thoughts go, your life is going to be that person too that's going to follow. So if you want to change your life, you change your thoughts. That's why he said, he simply said, the word of God is so simple. If it was any more complicated, man, I couldn't get it. He said, being transformed by the renewing of your mind. That our life is transformed by our thoughts. Your thoughts go before your life. We try to change our life physically, but we don't change anything here mentally. Mm -hmm. And that's just a temporary fix. I've done that. I've done it in many things. I have to really get convinced of something first before I really start to operate in it. Am I by myself? I can't. I can't. You can't just tell my, my, and I think my wife is worse than I am. You can't just tell me just to do it. I just, even, even when I had, I worked at different jobs at all levels, you couldn't, that's what, but watch it. That's what the one when I became an engineer, my manager, when I was in the knot, she said that that was one of the best attributes that I had because all those other ones was in there before me. But see, come on, Ellen, you, you, we gonna catch this one. I worked at a three, at a three to eleven shift, and how many know that that might be the worst shift out there? That three to eleven, turn. <laughs> and it was three to eleven. What was it? Eight, Tuesday to Saturday. Oh my goodness! You couldn't get any worse than that. Friday night, I'm at work. Trina, what y'all doing? We at the club. <laughs> Oh, by, by time I get home, I work down in D.C. By time I get home, I get off at 11. Man, I'm tired. I ain't going. I'm just, I don't even want to do it. I'm all, it's like 12 o'clock. They already, I got to catch up to the father. Right? But what God was doing, 
That's also the window for maintenance. It's called the maintenance window. Meaning that every other time during the day, stuff can't go down. Why? Because it's prime time. But during that 3 to 11 shift, when everyone is out at the club's party and I'm at work, they can tear the network down and build it back up before they come in. So that gave me an advantage. Because now I get to ask my wives, how's, how's this work? I'm not just doing stuff. See, see on, uh, at the uh, seven to three shift, you just gotta do it because the engineers say it. And see the three to seven on the maintenance time, I'm working with the engineers. How many know that the engineers don't wanna be doing stuff at that time either? So the more questions that I asked, the more educated I got, the engineers started to trust Michael. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You see how it started to work, Chris? They started saying, well, they, they even started requesting, is Mike going to be on at that time? Why? Because they know they can go to dinner. They know they can go do all that because they, they had already educated me on the why, the how, and all that. And I read up, and I even come back and suggest to them, hey, well, how do you figure out? Look, this is where I read. You know, all of that is going on. What I thought was a curse was really a blessing. It's all on how you look at it. God was preparing me for a position, engineer, but I had to go through this place that I was uncomfortable, this place that I felt like I was missing out, this place where I didn't even see my, my wife that much, my friends that much, the dog that much, but still, and I'm thinking about all this on how, how bad this situation is, but yet if I would have changed my thinking and saw it, and I did eventually, I was like, man, for real, I'm in the best position because I can now work directly with the engineers so I can see what they see. And guess what that did? It prepared me to sit right next to them. When it was time for an engineer position <clears throat> had opened up, they didn't even put it out there. Why? Because the engineers knew that I could do it already. The knock people knew that I could do it already because watch this, Chris, I was already prepared. I was in the position of holding a not, my title is a not operation or whatever, but I really, the education that I've gotten from the position had already prepared. I was already operating as an engineer with the title of not operations one or whatever it was. We get that? Mm -hmm. See, God was starting, he, he got to look. If I would have stayed in that, man, um, it's the worst position, and, and watch this, because I could have took opportunity to fall asleep because the engineers would have had to do everything. So I could have took I could have just laid back, did nothing, and got paid for free for doing nothing. <coughs> Come on up, Austin. I could have got paid for doing nothing. But my mindset said, where I, I want to go at, I got to do what they doing. Come on. Listen, don't, don't miss that one, Tyrone. That what, if I want to go where the engineers are, that's not the, the place I desire, then I got to do what they doing. I can't do what the not specialist is doing. Because I'm already that. You know where they at? At the bars, at the club. I had to do where it is that I was trying to go. My faith has to take me to the place that I'm trying to go. You have to start hanging with the people and that's in the places where you're trying to go. Stop hanging with the people that's in the places of where you're at and you, not, you don't even want to be there yourself. I wanted to be an engineer. I had to act like, I had to talk like, 
I had to get educated like, I had to think like, and I became. Man, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I wanted to be, I wanted to have a relationship with Jesus so bad in 2006. But you know what I had to do? And Miles Rose said it, but I really didn't get it. I'm getting it better today than I did when he said it. He said, if you want to find purpose, connect yourself to one that's in purpose. Amen. You know what he was saying? That where are you trying to go? You're going to have to be like them before you go. I tell y'all all the time, we came, into, we came to Christ, we started hanging one of our pastors. I didn't know the impact of that. But what God was doing was letting us see our pastor like we saw the engineer, and then we became pastors. Church didn't become prevalent in our life when we became pastors. Bible study didn't become prevalent in our We're not telling you that, that prayer in the word and reading the word of God is key in your life. When I'm telling you this, I'm, listen to me, family, everyone online. Prayer and reading the word is important, the most important thing in your life. I'm going to say that. Because why? It develops the relationship with Jesus. You can't afford, and I don't mean just praying what you want. I'm talking about praying and listening. I'm talking about talking to God, having a communication with Jesus Christ himself. You talk, he talk, you'll start to hear you can't afford to miss a day of fellowshipping with Jesus in prayer and his word. You have to be intentional on spending. We're talking about discipleship here. Being intentional on spending time with him. That means you have to carve time out in your day. He's speaking to me now. Carve time out in your day that you're going to say that this is the time for me and Jesus. And guess what Satan is going to do right then? Make everything in that time slot the busy, busiest part of your day. <laughs> I'm telling y'all. Why? You confess that? You ain't even got to say it. If he starts to notice it, he's going to make you tired. He's going to make you sleepy. He's going to make your wife come knock on the door at that time. Your husband come knock on the door at that time. The dog going to have to go to walking and bathroom at that time. All of that. You're going to have to be intentional about your relationship with Jesus Christ. You're going to have to carve out time and say, this is the time I'm praying, I'm reading, I'm listening, and I want to hear from the Lord. And you are going to hear from God. I'm telling you, family, and you know what's going to happen? Your life is going to change. Your life don't just change by coming to church. Your life changes by spending time with Jesus. Give Jesus a hand clap for the word of God. Hey, that's still on the own topic in the month. Family of God. That's how you do it. Hey, man. You all right, man? Lord, I, I got to do it. There you go. I can't wait. I, I can't wait till he does it. Not because of the people coming. 
but because of our faith is going to grow. You know when we see that, that we're going to know that there's nothing that we can't obtain or can't have. <laughs> Stretch your faith out. Grow your faith. Where we just came from, pastor, we're going to finish here. The pastor, man, they have a beautiful facility. I'm talking about building, sanctuary, offices. They got a, a you know, place where they eat at, separate building. I mean, the whole place is just absolutely beautiful. Man, he took us around and he told us how they obtained it. He said they called mom and dad and said, mom and dad. And, and they came from a little building. They didn't, they didn't, they came from a little building. And they were able to purchase all that. Called mama. Said, mom, this is happening, this is happening, what's going on there? Mom said one thing. And we all knew what she said. She said, obtain it with your faith. That's all you're going to hear mom and dad say. Stretch your faith out and purchase it with your faith. Same thing Bill Winston says. Stretch your faith out and purchase it with your faith. Whatever it is that you want, God has already given you. Ain't Sam says, long the lines up of his word. He's already given you. If we, he knows we, what we need for the ministry that he's given us, you know what we have to do? Purchase it with our faith. We have to purchase everything. Everything that we receive from God is by faith. We don't wait till we see the bank accounts and everything uh, uh, speak to us and say, okay, now y'all can go do. No, when God says it, that's what we go do. And when we go do, just like the ones that he healed, the, uh, that, the, uh, which one was it? Yeah, he healed them of leprosy, the ten lepers. That, what, the, what the Bible said? That while they was on their way, they didn't see the manifestation happen, and then they went. They said, the Bible says it's when they was on their way. But what's the on your way? What is God telling you to do? What's the on your way right now? So you can see the manifestation of what God has already done for you. What is your on your way? Purchase whatever it is with your faith. Amen. Praise God. We just thank everyone, all our online visitors, all our online family. Please, if you are a visitor, please text that word OCFML uh, to the word 254244 so that we can be connected. So that we can connect with you. Amen. So before I go to anyone that, that desires prayer, anyone that desires prayer, please come down front. All we want to do is intercede for you. Everyone says, look, this is my church. I think everybody here is our family. So we all right. So everyone is already family. But online, if you said, this is the family that I'm going to be with, that, that God has drawn me to overcomers, to be a part of that family, then put it in the comments. And we're going to pass the and I'll reach out. If you need prayer online, put it in the comments. And so Pastor Trina and I can reach out for prayer. And watch this. If you desire to be saved, Put it in the comments. I'm going to reach out. And then today is the day of salvation. If you put it in the comments, I'm going to reach out to you today. And today is the day that you're going to receive salvation. Amen. Before I go, Bible makes simple. Start back up tomorrow. Hallelujah, Chris. Bible makes simple. God said, boy, what you doing? Get back on there and get on there and do that. You know, I get more out of Bible makes simple than y'all get. Praise God. Let's just go ahead and pray out. Thank you, family, again, everyone online and also everyone that's in the building. Father, we thank you for the day that you've given us. We thank you for increasing our faith. We know that it's by faith that, that we receive everything that you have done. So we thank you for that now. We declare and we decree that everyone under the sound of our voice that we, we, we create 
create a, thong, a hunger, a thirst after righteousness, a hunger, a thirst after the things of God, Father. We praise you. We glorify you, Lord Jesus. In everything that you have done, we will not allow the enemy to steal the word that has been sown today. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.